welcome back. Welcome back to Motown and Coney. God, I think this is episode 25, if I'm correct. Yes, back with main, main man Tommy. What up, though? So, whew, a lot has happened the last couple of weeks in the music world. A lot of new releases, a lot of good music, some okay music. Um, We got a Lizzo album. Amazing. Joey Badass album. Amazing. Uh, Lloyd Banks. It's dope, but it's not on those two levels. Yeah, I, so <laughs> we'll get into that in a, in a minute because I had an interesting debate um, about the Banks album at the barbershop. Oh, wow. Uh, trying to think. Who else? Icewear. I, it's, it's, it's dope. I mean, it's for Icewear. It's dope. I, I like the little features on there. It's, it's pretty dope. That's um, some crazy features. Trying to think, I know I miss it. it was a lot of it was a lot of albums last week that dropped. Oh man, Kid Cudi keep rehashing albums again. I don't know why, but this was off the first mixtape with Embrace the Martian and all them other joints on there. From like, it's like the mixtape. Uh, maybe it's a, his it's a, <laughs> his attempt to um, stay relevant. I don't know. Yeah, uh-huh. I, I guess so. <laughs> this is. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to think. I feel like we missing somebody. I'm quite sure we're missing a few people. We'll, the, re- we'll remember. What's the group album that came out last? Oh, Neo album came out too. Hey, Neo. That- Which I thought was dope. Yeah, I'm a huge Neo fan. So, of course, whenever Neo come out with something, I'm going to make sure I give it my full attention. And I, I'm going to try to like it. I guess it's it's sort of like with you and Nas and then like with me and Drake. Yeah. Like I'm gonna try to keep going in on it to try to like love the song. Oh, I'm I'm gonna give you the EP, even though it's only five songs. Uh, DJ Premier. I knew you was about to say it. I thought that was dope too. How'd you like the Nas feature on there? Um, I loved it. Old school vibe. My, I did too. I, I love that song, but it's, I actually like the Remy Ma uh, Rhapsody song. Yo, that was dope. I was thinking to myself too, and then you know what? If you didn't um, actually DJ Premier, he he wound up doing what was it? did he do like the Breakfast Club or something? He did like an interview with um, a couple of um, he did a couple of interviews that I thought was pretty dope, and um, and he was talking about that, and he also had brung up um, a subject about how Dr. Dre uh, he didn't um, didn't want Fifty to do a song with him once he had wound up signing Fifty, and I uh, I thought that was a uh, that was very interesting because, like, the, uh, that lets you know the music industry can be kind of tricky. Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't know which. Uh, let's. Well, we could start with the Joy um, album since that's the the newest of the of the ones. Um, I I see why it took so long for the album to get cleared. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the the samples, <laughs> the production, um, it's amazing. Um, you. Called it a whole vibe, a whole <laughs> vibe, man. Just straight rider music, straight rider music, bro. Um, lyrics, awesome. I'm try- I'm trying to the beats, yeah, amazing, dope. Yeah, I'm trying to because it it's unlike. Pretty much any album that's that's out right now uh, that came out recently in 2022. Uh, yeah, uh, you know what? I'm right with you too, and I don't I don't want to sound like 
it sounds like we just I don't know if everybody feels the same way we do because people don't realize this music that's coming out basically in 2022 is all like mood music. Like if you feel a certain mood, you're gonna listen to it. Just like that's why I fell in love with Kendrick album, the Joy Badass album, even the Lizzo album, like the yeah. Snoop Dogg, all mood music. Like you know, everybody's coming out with different types of vibes. It's like reach you. And yeah, like even even because I'm on record saying I don't love the Drake album, but that that's a whole um, vibe. Yeah, I, I believe Beyonce is setting us up, and we'll talk about Beyonce on the bonus episode. But I think she's setting us up for a whole type of vibe. Um, so I will say this: it seems like 2022. It's like the leap of faith year for artists. Um, they're not being afraid to, to try new sounds, new samples. Um, even I'm thinking about like the Logic album, um, Vinyl Days. Um, the whole, I think you're getting a lot more concept type albums uh, coming out in 2022, which I'm all here for. And see, this is why me and Rodney do this podcast. You know, because Rodney is actually a connoisseur of music just like I am. So a lot of our opinions, because we study music like we we this is how much we're we're not only fans, but we study music. We listen to the rhymes. We listen to the beats, the flow. Um, Apparently, Rodney, he didn't he doesn't like certain track listings with, with certain <laughs> artists. We pay attention to that, too. And yeah, like details matter. <laughs> details they definitely matter. So when Rodney breaks it down, I share the same sentiments as he does. Like we we love music, and like we it seems like we nitpicking a lot of times, but we just huge fans of music, and we want everybody to win. And, and I will say, because I haven't got a chance to fully listen to like the Vizzo album, I did listen to the Neo album. Um, each. I won't say it's a bad album that came out recently. Um, they all have uh, their vibes. Right. Um, Lizzo album. I shoot. I I walked to the barbershop last week. Listened to Lizzo album. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> <laughs> I know the people. They were outside looking at me. They were probably looking at me like I'm crazy. But it's it's a whole. Uh, I almost want to say it's my favorite album from last week that came out. It, it is mine, and I hate to say it too, bro. Like, I, man, when I tell you that album is so fire, and, like, what separates it is because it has commercial appeal, and then it's genuine, coming from Lizzo. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's, that's what's kind of, I mean, it, it's not over the top, because you know it's Lizzo, like... Of course, she has like her antics and she does like certain things, but it it works. But it's her for, for the uh, yeah. not only her, but the whole just album, the whole. Uh, I don't know. I feel like with her album, the Neo album, even like people saying like if it feels like you being like transported to like their world where they were at at that moment um, when they were creating it. Uh, Right, I, I agree with you on that one, brother. And for those that have been listening to the podcast, you know I'm really big on um, tra how tracks are set up. Track listings matter. Um, <laughs> track listings matter. The, the, the flow. Um, and overall, every album, like Lizzo did an excellent job. Her album flows really well. 
is telling a story. Um, definitely the Joy album, Neo. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, thought it'd be kind of cool, a cool new thing to great album based on, and since this is Motown and Coney, giving them Coney's from one through five. Um, I don't know. Let's. I guess let's start with the Lizzo album. Is it? Is a five Coney worthy? I'm a. You know what? We bigged it up so much. I'm gonna give. I'm, I want to hear your take on it, on how many conies you would give it, and then of course you would definitely want to hear my take on it because uh, I have an insanely hot take on that particular album. So this is gonna shock a lot of people. <laughs> I'm gonna give it five conies. Yo, I'm giving it five conies. I'm like, can they just give it a fucking yeah, Grammy? Um, like, can they just give it a Grammy? I know this sounds crazy, but can they just give it a fucking Grammy? Like that's this album is hot right now, and like like I said, it's the commercial appeal too. Where a lot of the albums, like we mentioned, Joey and Lloyd Banks, they don't have the commercial appeal. Where she has the commercial appeal, I can imagine hearing all this shit on like commercials for Revlon, yeah, for it's, Apple. It's got the whole like Vince Staples has like what is that? Uh, I can't think of it. The song with Magic. Oh. Um, uh, uh, is it the uh, Scion? Is it, yeah, is it's it a, a car it's commercial. It's a car commercial. Accurate or something? I don't but know. But yeah. I, I, Lizzo definitely give those. This is going to be in a, some type of commercial intro to a movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> something. Like, yeah. something. Uh, what's the Lane Bryant type commercial? <laughs> no, it's going to uh, be on the- and big, big Girls is definitely uh, yeah. <laughs> winning. Yeah. Um, Oh, yo, did you see uh, Glenn Big Baby Davis, uh, the former Boston Celtics player, shoot his shot at Lizzo? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't be mad at him. Yeah. Uh, Lizzo, she cute. You know what I mean? Like, it is, hey, just to me, I think she cute. Uh, um, so, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I definitely think it's, it's, it's five conies worthy, though. Uh, definitely five conies. Definitely. I'd, it's funny because if you've. Go back a few weeks ago. I was not prepared to do the the little homework, but I'm 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 firmly in her fan club uh, right now. So see, I told you, and, and I'm gonna be honest with you. Like my kids, like my two daughters, like basically put me on because like she has like I said commercial appeal. So and they like looking at the little tutorials and everything for like makeup and like you know other stuff going on. You know it, it's. It's you know how the young generation is so yeah that's what kind of I was listening to some of it in the background I was like wait a minute that's Lizzo and then I got yeah, I dug like, a little bit deeper I was like yo this is actually dope. Not, yeah, <laughs> I'm like this isn't bad at all like this is dope cause like I was, I don't know when I started listening to her album I'm like okay this first song dope and then I'm like damn the second song dope yeah. the third song dope yeah. and it's like you kind of forget like this whole like <laughs> Yeah, that's what happened to me, bro. I was like, wait a minute. She's actually a really dope artist. So, I, And I, I'm kind of surprised, too, at myself because I'm R&B Tommy. I don't know where Lizzo falls in. Like, is she really R&B? Is she hip-hop? Because sometimes she be flowing. And I'm like, or wait a minute, where does this come from? Yeah, is she pop? Like, I, I don't understand sometimes because she got a nice voice on her, right? I don't seen her dancing and stuff, too. And I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. She can dance a little bit, too? 
She got a little one two step to her and she be kind of getting it. And she agile. I seen her like do the splits or something too. I said, wait a minute, hold on. I don't. What type of art is is she a superstar? Uh, I mean, I want to know what's her international appeal. That would be that would be interesting. I yeah, we gotta look that, that up. That's gotta be some homework, uh, dude. We gotta do some homework on that because it's a difference between a star. I mean, it's a difference between a regular artist, a star, and then a superstar. Because so. I'll give you an artist. I'm gonna take it way okay. back with this one, Maya. Oh yeah, Maya's not a superstar. She wasn't a superstar, but she has international appeal. Like she does, she still does a lot of tours in Europe and Asia. Uh, That's true. Which that I, true. I, I, was, I was surprised. Like I remember a few years ago, my boy actually did an interview uh, with Maya over the phone, and like she was like in Japan touring and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's just like you wouldn't like think because she hasn't had a U.S. hit probably since. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Mulan Rouge or something, right? And that's what that's what confuses me too. The reason why I say she's not a, a superstar because she could be walking down the street here and like a handful of people will acknowledge her. Just like I definitely would know. Of she, she is. She yeah, is. I would. Yeah, I, we love Samaya. Mm-hmm. You know what? She reminds me of Ashanti. I don't think people give Maya and Ashanti their respect, and I think they're both kind of like in the same lane. Yeah, they're both. Yeah, because Ashanti even got like the fashion stuff going on yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. But know. when it comes to music, I don't, I don't know. They both. Yeah. It's like they pop for oh, more than a minute. Cause, but it was like when, the, like they didn't have like the run of like of a Mariah Carey. Yeah, or, they, they can't. Yeah. <laughs> trying to think, cause pretty much everybody from that era. Women R and B wise had they they run, but you think about it, Maya, Shanti, um, SWV. Yeah, like they you know what it was too? And and that's why um I don't even want to bring up what you had texted me. Because <laughs> um, it's for uh for an, another uh for a future episode. But when right now I I'll put it to you like this I'm just gonna break it down like this without going into details of the next episode or what what we doing in the future. A lot of people live in the moment. Like I love I love Beyonce's song right now. I love um, a couple other artists right now. Like we in love with Lizzo also, but I'm not ready to paint them as like the next generations. You know we always say oh this person this artist is better than this person because we living in the moment. When we don't realize, like, Aretha Franklin or, like, James Brown or something, like, they've been around for generations. Yeah. Uh, you know, or Michael Jackson. Or, you know, they've been around talking for... talking about, like, earlier. Yeah. They need a Baker concert. Like. Yeah. Like, we don't realize, like, how these artists are still relevant to this time. Like... And I think that go back to the question that Royce asked on the one song, if the music doesn't age well. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> Look, I'm going to put it to you like this, Rodney. Ashanti had performed here in Detroit. Uh, wow. It was, a, it was a while ago. I'll say like probably like a year or two ago. The tickets were like $25, $40, something like that. It was at the casino. Soundboard. Soundboard. Aretha Franklin's like, I'm not, I'm sorry. Uh, Anita Baker's performing and the nosebleeds are 180 bucks. And like, it's like you get what I'm saying, like yeah. So the like, what, what are we doing here? <laughs> like, so it'll be interesting 
to see like if Lizzo can build on um yes what she, what she's established um cuz I'm trying to trying to think other like we said uh, Maya Shanti they all had their moment Lauren Hill escape had their moments escaped total mhm I'm going to give you one that probably Oh, say no too. It's a bunch yeah. of them, man. Like here today, going tomorrow. I mean, but Sunshine Anderson. Yeah, but they they stuck around for like I I'll give it to you. They stuck around for like five to eight years. Yeah, and then it was just like I'm out of here. A lot of them were bad deals too. They had some shitty deals on yeah, the bad it'll companies. Be, it two things. It would be interesting to see what Aaliyah has has she still if she was still with us. Um, what she would have been able to to do uh, longevity wise, um, the other TLC if we don't lose left eye, yeah um, man, what they would have been done being able to do longevity wise. Um, I'm interested. Did Erica Badu have a longer run than anybody from that era? Yeah, she actually does, and like. See, this is the thing that I, I love about Erica Badu. The same thing with Jay Z. Oh, speaking of that, Jay Z Kevin Hart interview. Watch that because oh, yeah, Jay Z goes. Fire. Yeah, you have you watched it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jay Z mentions reinventing yourself, and then you know being able. That's why he's still relevant to this day. And he said he's trying to build basically a foundation for his children, and everything. And that's what I was gonna say about Erica Badu. She reinvents herself all the time, like. I love Andre 3000, but Andre 3000 is just going to be Andre 3000. Yeah. But. So, yeah, like, it is it is what it is. But with Erica Badu, she reinvents herself. Now I see her, like, on uh, on TikTok and some of the other stuff for her her son. And, you know, she just was twerking at a Megan Thee Stallion concert. Um, I mean, she's all about having fun, and she's reinventing herself, and her music is always... I'm a huge fan. I, I thought she would be done. Yeah, I, I and then she think, comes out with window seat. I yeah, I think her ago. her music has probably aged better than her contemporaries. True. True. Exception maybe Lauren Hill, the miseducation of Lauren Hill, I think will forever um be a classic. Yeah, it's ahead of his that album the reason why I say that her album is like ahead of its time. Yeah, I agree that yeah. the whole the way it was set up, the um, skits kind of about love and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the whole the, concept the, the, of that album, the yeah. vocals. Yeah, that that album, and, and don't get me wrong, like um, a lot of the a lot of the music has a well, a lot of the singles have aged well because mm. when you think of albums that whole album from lauren hills aged well um that now baduism that's a hell of an album too yeah i would say that one and then underground maybe have the most songs the most popular songs yeah although what was it 2016 she hit us with uh i can make you put your phone down oh yeah yeah, so <laughs> yeah. yeah that was dope the, the um I, I got another good album for you too that I think from top to bottom is uh is is revolutionary and a lot of people won't even look at it like that. I think like um as far as like I never seen like 
when I first listened to this album and it was Jill Scott's first album. Yeah. I, that hit my heart something different, I, like her I, voice. I was going to say, um, where, where, where we put... So I do feel like Erica Badu is a little bit more relevant today than Jill Scott. I, I would say, God, if I had to rank sing, singer from that era, I don't know, man. Because Keys, Jill Scott be low key like standing up. She stayed like in some. You know what? I think like her crowd is it, different because when we go to when we go, you know, barroom dancing, hustling. You hear her and yeah. uh, Anthony Hamilton best of mm-hmm. me like that's. Like she's gonna be in your ears forever. Like certain songs, where I love Erica Badu, but she doesn't have that. I never hear her like in that certain crowd. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, so I don't know. Lisa Keys, Jill Scott, Erica Badu. I still feel like those are the three uh, that was able to, yeah, kind of push the envelope and keep their careers relevant and going. Yeah, um, Rodney, you spot on with that one. I like that one. And they kind of all did it differently too, right? Right, Alicia Keys definitely reinvented her sound, her style. Uh, mm-hmm. Erica Badu, like you said, with her son, social media, uh, acting too. Both yeah. her and Jill Scott, both acting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I mean, amazing women. Yeah, Jill Scott done has some meme worthy yeah. <laughs> moments. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely has some uh, mean worthy <laughs> moments, and, so. and not to mention like these young ladies here, man. The reason why I, I I will say they're probably around like a little bit older, same age as me, but they look like they're in their twenties, man. Like I don't know what youth potion they taking, but looking good, taking care of themselves, eating healthy. Yeah, they've kind of aged backwards. Yeah, like what the man. Like I just watched the interview with um with uh with Alicia Keys and I'm like, what the heck, man? She looked like when she first came onto the scene. Mm-hmm. I'm like, come on. Yeah, she's definitely yeah, she <laughs> definitely found the um fountain <laughs> of you. Yeah. I'm like, man, I need to get myself together. Shoot, I seen Erica Badu out there twerking at the Megan Thee Stallion concert. <laughs> I'm like, hold on, man. Let me get. Let me hit the gym. So now I'm motivated now. So mm-hmm. I'm hitting the gym. You know. Yeah. Yeah. What, what comments say? About <laughs> 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 <By> Erica Badu. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No wonder he was wearing crochet pants and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> man. Oh man. You said he's about crochet. Pants. <laughs> uh. <laughs> What album we want to do next? Let's, let's, uh, let's dive, you want to dive, let's dive into the Lloyd Banks album because okay. I, I really want to hear what what happened at the barbershop too. So, so this is pretty much volume two. Okay, uh, same title as the, the previous album, just two. So I listened to it on the like like I said I walked to the barbershop the other day, so I listened to it on the way to the barbershop, and so. Okay. I'm like, this is a good album. It's not. I wouldn't consider it great, like, honest. Coney wise, I'm just yeah. 3.5, 4, maybe. Yeah, um, I'll give it a, a 3.5. Give, I'll give it a 3, 3.5 because it, it has to grow on me somewhere. I, I love the album. 
but it's for me. For me, for me wise, I give it a, a three point five three. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm more three point five. I, I'm gonna be honest. Some of his features, I feel like he get all wrapped on. Yeah, uh, that's what I was. <laughs> that's what I was gonna say too. I was gonna wait for your take, but that's fine. I get let's we can go more into your take. Um, like the song with Jada Kiss him and Jada Kiss, like I listen to that song yeah. over and over again. But it's not because of Lloyd Banks. It's no, because Jada Kiss, a, a <laughs> Macho Man, ain't got shit on him because he a real savage on that song, bro. Uh, so I don't know. I find myself liking like Lloyd. His raps cool, but a lot of the features. Even with Kanye, I mean yeah. uh, Conway, and, and, and <laughs> yeah, and like some of the other people, like he really just. And, and I love Lloyd Banks, but I don't know if he dumbed down or maybe. I think when they sit in there, I, I'm trying to figure out how this goes because either they're in the studio together, because I I got confused on how um how some albums are um are made because I I listened to Jim Jones and Mano. I listened to their interview with Joe Budden, and they were saying how they took it back old school where they wind up just bringing everybody in the studio, and they was all just rapping together. And I'm like, damn, a lot of artists now nowadays, they send in their their beat to the other artists, and then they send it back. Yeah. So I'm interested how Lloyd Banks made this album. Like, were they in the studio together, and they was just rapping? Because after I heard J- Jada Kiss verse, I would have to go back and rewrite. My- yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, what did he do? Did he did he rap? Did he rhyme on his shit first, then send him the beat, and then they just engineered and put it together because it felt like he got his ass toe up on that Jada Kiss one, the Con- the Conway the Machine one. Even uh, after that one, he has West Side Gun on there too, right? Mm-hmm. It just felt like. It just felt like everybody just like kind of like out rapped or they run their a game like oh this Lloyd Banks. And they say Lloyd Banks is one of the best. And so, and I guess that's because the guy at the barbershop was like, no, nah, this is his best body of work. Like, he killing it, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, no. Nah. Mm. I'm like, the first one the was, was great. And the first one was kind of a shock because you really hadn't heard from Banks in a while. I'm like, yeah. the second one, it's, it's, it's decent. But I, it's not. It's definitely not his best album. It's not. Yeah, his first his first album under G on it was was a great album. Um, I always like artists' first album, and sometimes there's it, it all depends. Sometimes their second album because they learn from their mistakes. I feel like with the second album, it's either going to be great or it's going to be a, a severe letdown. Uh, the sophomore jinxes they call it exactly because. You know what it is? Once the first album, because they're so hungry. That's why I was saying his first album, he was hungry. He came in there. It, he had hits after hits and on I, that and one. And I feel like the first album was easier to write to because don't nobody know you. Like, this is your chance to tell your story. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that's as you get deeper. And that's why, like, when you look at, like, a Jada Kiss, a, a Jay-Z, a Nas, Snoop, people that have been around 20 plus years, like that's damn hard to stay not only stay relevant but to put out good material because hell, you you've been here for so long. Well, see, this is why remember we we gave people the blueprint to to, uh, how to become a a rapper and how to get your music out there. I'm gonna give you a, a tidbit on how to stay relevant in the game. I believe that you need to be a concept rapper. 
Snoop Dogg is a marijuana-based rapper. We're never going to get sick of talking about marijuana. I don't care what you say. Drugs, period. Future, he talks about perks. Okay. Nobody's never going to stop taking drugs. So guess what? He's going to be relevant forever. As long as Lil Wayne talks about lean. You know, people are never going to stop talking, getting money, stop hustling. So you can be a concept rapper. But if you don't have shit to talk about and nobody, it's something that nobody can relate to, why the fuck would I want to listen to you? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So that's why I love Jay-Z. He's kicking knowledge. And he shows his growth. The same thing with Snoop Dogg, too. People people say, oh, okay, Snoop Dogg came out with Beautiful, and, right? Yeah, and I think that's what separates the Boy Banks and Joy Badass albums. Like, right. I feel like Boy Banks, he kind of regurgitating the same shit, kind of, without the growth. There you go. Whereas... Joy Badass, you can see the growth, you can see the concepts. It's just a better all overall, just better album. That's why I gave it a three and a three point five. I was I was saying for me because I didn't see I just it, it felt like I was listening to the same shit over and over again. And then I like listened to it again. I listened to it like five times and I was like, oh shit, like let me get off this album because I'm forcing myself to like it, but it just wasn't yeah, and happening. I, and I found myself not getting past the Jadakiss and him song. Like I, every time I go back to it, like as soon as I get to the him and Jadakiss song, like I'm like, well, damn, like this made me want to go back. It don't make me really want to continue the rest of the album. Made me want to go putting the Jadakiss album. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> and that's what I was saying. Like, and, and that's what I was trying to explain to the dude at the barbershop. Like, I can't classify this as a great album because one, he's all wrapped on every feature. Facts. Two, it's the same. It's the same bullshit with Little Grove. Right. So I mean, even with let's let's take Royce Five Nine, the Book of Ryan, great album. Right. Right. The allegory. You see the growth still though. Right. Two great albums, two, and this goes back to being a concept rapper. They both have two very different concepts too. Exactly, and you know what I like about the Royce of Five Nine album too, is like with the Book of Ryan and with the uh, Allegory, he was actually letting you into his life a little bit more, and you got to see like the insights of what he was going through and everything, which he never did before on the album. Mm-hmm. It just feel like Lloyd Banks hasn't, bro. You've been gone for a while. What the fuck is interesting in your life? Yeah, like, what, talk what, about something. Is something interesting happening? Even, I would even like. So I know he's talking about on interviews. Said him and G when in Fifty Cents is good, but go into detail. What the fuck happened? Even like on the game, and we can talk about the game in a minute because this album is <laughs> pushed back again to August the twelfth. But you. even on the Doctor's Advocate, right? Right. He tells you. This is what's going on between me and 50. This is what's going on between me and Dre. He talked about, you know, let's just say I walked in the house and all my shit was gone. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's why I like artists like that, bro. I'm like, just like when you listen to Jay-Z. Jay-Z was gone for a minute. and he, You know how Jay-Z, he had mentioned he was going to retire after a couple albums. <laughs> he would say that yeah. shit. But when he came back, on which one is one of the... Um, Albums that I really didn't care too much about But um, on the song Lost Ones He spoke about what was going on With Rockefeller, him and Dame He spoke about, you know, losing His uh, nephew 
you know, it's it's just so many different. E- yeah, even you gave a Jay Z example. I'm gonna give a Nas example. Yeah, go ahead, bro. I know you're uh, <laughs> the Godson album, which is an okay album for me. Not my favorite now, body of work. Right. But on Last Real Nigga Alive, he tell he go through the whole story of the beef, what what was happening. Like you get insight into okay, this like he got the song where he was talking about one last dance with his mom. You, okay, this, you know he yeah. was going through some shit, some crazy shit, and when, when all this was going on, like right. you don't. I feel and I feel like that's what's missing with a lot of today's rappers. You don't really get that insight into who they are, what's going on in their life, and right. I and I think even. As much as you know, I despise how Drake puts albums together. That's one of the things that works for Drake is, you know, hey, this is what's going on in his life. Um, right. We and, and that's you feel what, a personal connection to that to that person. Right, and that's what that's what draws me to an artist. Like I like, I like when the artist first. Now, don't get me wrong, I do like when the artist first comes along, and they really don't have much to say, so they are going to talk about. You know, first getting a deal and then changing their lives. That's what you're supposed to talk about when you first get on. And like you're talking about money and partying and stuff because you're young minded and you're a young artist. So that's what you're going to talk about. But when you're an older artist, I want to hear your life experiences yeah, and how you grew. Because Lloyd is older than us. At <laughs> yeah, like, bro, come on, man. So that's why I, I kind of get confused with Rick Ross, too. Like, I, I don't like the hot takes between him and Kevin Gates. I think a lot of times they'd be like bullshit. And then they come out with music and it's, it's bullshit. So it just it pisses me off. Rick and Ross, um, <laughs> <laughs> this could be a bonus episode because <laughs> I have a love hate relationship with Rick Ross at this point. <laughs> I'm either gonna love his album or I'm going to despise the hell out of it. <laughs> um, even. Um, like, cause I've read both his books, Hurricane, and then I'm, uh, what's the other one? It's a good day to boss up or something. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I didn't even waste my time, but I, I'm glad you, you read them <laughs> for me. So, um, I wouldn't. I actually like this. A good day to boss up, Hurricane. It's okay, but um, not my favorite <laughs> of hip hop books. I think Scarface still holds that title. But I get, and I also feel like it's Rick Ross, uh, one of his ways of he's trying to stay relevant. Yeah. But I don't always feel like he paints the full picture. Right. Like, we know stuff about him, but I feel like there's a lot of stuff, there's a lot of pieces missing. Right. It, it It's a lot of pieces missing. And uh, I don't know. I just, I feel like Jay-Z is just more open and honest with with shit. Basically. It, no, I, I agree. And like I love how Jay Z educates and breaks it down. Now, I I like Rick Ross as an artist. Um but a lot of times like he loses me and I, I think like he falls into that same category as like we talking about with Lloyd Banks because he really doesn't say too much about his life, but when he does it'll be like some bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um on a couple albums, I guess he really doesn't have really much to talk about. That's why his his last couple yeah, I'm, albums I'm, is like, eh. And that's what I'm wondering. Because, like, 
if you think about it, like the one before this, it was good, but it was mainly because you hadn't heard from Banks in a while. Right. Um, so I am wondering what the what what is really happening in his, <laughs> his life because even you you think about like the artists around Jada Kids still relevant, still uh, letting people into his life. I mean, he killed two different verses, <laughs> right? Um, even in Jay Z and Nas, when, when they drop or do a verse, hell, you got Nas talking about them in the crypto now, like so very much relevant, very much yeah. up to date with today's time. Even J Cole and Kendrick, yeah, each one of their albums, you see the progression of what's going on in their life at the time. Exactly, and like. I don't want them just to like say like uh well I had a baby I did this I did that I, did. I mean it's it's levels to it but I'm saying like you can incorporate that into an album and and I guess this goes back to our big Shonda but I guess that's what's missing because he's never really like you know he's from Detroit you know he went to Cap but he don't really tell that's that's it basically <laughs> I mean. He had a he had a few songs where well he he has songs where he does express himself, but his timing. I think okay, so he has songs that that express himself and he talks about his family and his mom and like growing up in Detroit and struggles yeah. and stuff. Yeah, his grandma and everything of that nature. But I got on him about like the relevancy of like the times and like what's going on as far as like. You know, with with movements and like stuff going on with the police or like, you know, just relevant issues at the particular time. He goes dark like yeah, right now. So, I understand he having a baby though. But well, he just posted. He was in, he was in Buffalo at the um, grocery store. I just did see that. So maybe I don't know with him having about to be a dad. I don't know. Maybe that will push him into more um, activism. Yeah, or, I mean, at least something, because he goes dark. And a lot of times, like, when he comes out, like, we don't need, the world doesn't need a 2088 album right now. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. that 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 makes me, that drives me crazy. Like, you just had Kendrick come out with a fire album, and, you know, you had a, a lot of Joy Badass. You had a bunch of people come out with some fire albums. Um, J. Cole, you know, like, certain. Yeah, you know, so, and. Joey Badass basically proclaimed what himself, Kendrick, and J. Cole as the, the top three artists right now. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I like Joey Badass. I wouldn't go that far. And the album's super dope, but... Yeah, the, the, yeah no, know. thank you, sir. Don't, yeah, don't do it's, that. It's, it's, five, <laughs> it's, it's a five Coney album for me, but... Definitely I, five. I don't... When I saw that take, I was like, ah... Yeah, don't do not do that. We living in the moment, but, you know, I, I mean, it's still. Because, like, I say J. Cole, Kendrick, Drake. Yeah, like, that's what I was saying. Like, I, I don't understand he, how he, he just put himself some, over there. He's somewhere floating with Vince Staples, in my, my opinion. Well, okay, if we talking about, like, I love Vince Staples and I love Joey Badass. I know we... I don't want us to be the old niggas in the room, but like, is he even better than like? Because I, I don't think we give like young people their flowers. Is he better than like 
little baby or like no that's why i said or, it. Or like, I, I, I feel like, like <laughs> as far as relevancy like i put dirt little baby i definitely feel like skill wise dirk is probably for me it right now as far yeah. as like that age group that's why i, I feel like Joey, like he's like the East Coast version of, of Vince Staples. Like he's, yeah. he's great lyrically, great when it comes to putting concept albums together. But they they're not as relevant as a as a Dirk or a Lil Baby or even um, the Baby. <laughs> right. No, I, you know what I like about about Dirk and, and Little Baby, and um, I was or Twenty One Savage or, or Twenty One Savage and, and him also. Uh, I forgot who I was listening to. Oh, it was Meek Mill. Meek Mill said he had went to Atlanta, and he wound up going in the studio with. Uh, he was in the studio with Lil Dirk and uh, and Little Baby and all them. They was in the studio, so he said those dudes was kicking out like fucking five and six, seven songs a fucking night. Like they kicking out, and he only could do like two songs, and he was like, "What the fuck?" You know, this reminds me of a. Um like you hear the Jay Z stories about when he did the Blueprint, how he did like what was it, nine or ten songs in a weekend? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or legendary. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> it's some legendary example. Or Nas did the whole Godson album in two weeks and stuff. Um, yeah. So I, yeah, I. J- like this Joy Badass album, if you haven't listened to it yet, definitely check it out. I just, I, it would take a lot for me to proclaim him as the next. Um, and like we we did the the big three, um, J Cole and Kendrick and have and have separated themselves and Drake have separated themselves from everybody else, and yeah. then I feel like. The baby, little baby, twenty one savage, dirt. It's in that next category, and then I feel like you get to like Ben Staples and uh, Joey. So, and I'm in total agreement with you, bro. And and Joey, if you want to make it to that particular big three, do you see the relevancy of of uh, of J Cole and, and Kendrick and, and Drake? Joey, I understand that he's acting and doing certain things. Yeah, and I was gonna say that might be his. Yeah, that's he's that's that you're right. That is, I know what you're about to definitely say, bro. Like he he doesn't stick around long enough for it, you know. Because watch after this album right here. This album was fire. We won't hear from him for like three or four years. Yeah, because like, it's been five years since his last album. Yeah, like we, what are you talking about, sir? Like we're not gonna see you no more for four or five years. So and. We'll, we'll see we'll see yeah, how like, long of a gap it is between um and then he's not gonna be on nobody's uh features no, he, or anything yeah like he's just gonna be gone you're not gonna be on the radio no more and he and he kind of reminds me j cole you know j cole had the thing where he didn't he wasn't really featured like that and wouldn't be on anybody's album but even J. Cole eventually started to see him do more features. Yeah, and they were some dope features, too. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite features is, of course, uh, with him and uh, Miguel. 
Um, all I want is you. Yeah. And then um, him and um, El Verna. I uh, only want to give it to you. He got a couple of other ones too. That was dope. Even the song on a Detroit album with him and um, him and Big Sean. Like uh, twenty four carats of gold. Like mm-hmm. I mean, them just some of my favorites. I'm just saying he got way more than that. Um, of course we know he got songs with uh, with uh. With 21 Savage and um, damn it. oh and Young Thug, mm-hmm. so Young Thug is I put I would put him even with his ahead yeah. of um, Gunner. It's another one I would put ahead of, of Joey. Yeah, like it's just the relevancy, man. And I, I mean, it's no no disrespect because uh, you know, I, you know I I love Joey and I love Vince. I just feel like. They have their own little niche, their own little following. Right. And that's what, what I agree with you on that one, brother. It's just a relevancy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like those guys are there. It's like an absent father. <laughs> like you can't leave <laughs> in five years and then come back to and be like, I'm that guy. Like, no, you're not, bro. So we got 15 minutes left. Let's, let's talk some R&B, the, the Neo album. Uh-uh, Neo album. I thought it was dope. Of course, the song that's tearing up the airwaves is, of course, with him and um, oh, it's "You to Love." Um, it is with him and Chicago's own. Uh, oh shoot! Damn it! I was just oh, this song was just on the radio Look, way over here too. We like the song, okay? <laughs> like, I don't know why I'm having a brain fart, but um, damn it! What's the dude that's from Chicago? I don't know, I'm about to pull it up. He played in uh he played in uh Power, the Tommy series, the Tommy Saga Power. Damn it. Anyway, we showing love. We love him too. Mm-hmm. Jeremiah, goddammit. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Jeremiah. And I share the same. Be thing. mad at me, bro. Don't be <laughs> mad at Rodney. No, we we fucks with Jeremiah heavy. That's funny. I share the same birthday. Yeah, you share the same birthday as him too. So that's what. <laughs> no, but um, no, you know what? That they tearing up the airwaves with that particular song. Um, everywhere you go, like they playing it like crazy. And um, I really like the album. Neil is like. I need more songs. On I won't say he was a hidden gem, but I mean, when it comes to like album wise, like I don't feel like he get the love. That he deserves just based on songs he's written, things he's produced. Yeah, I I agree with you on that, bro. Because he's one hell of a producer, too. I didn't realize a lot of songs that he produced yeah, either. Yeah, like, you go back and you look at either songs he's produced, songs he's written, and you're like, what the, like, it's, it's a long... I mean, he's got classics <laughs> under his belt. Man, a lot of classics under his belt. And I... And I I don't know if this might be a hot take, but I believe that his first album is a classic. I agree. Oh, okay, all right. There you go. Yeah. I that's why I, was, I wanted yeah, to make he, sure that it was Rodney. I don't. Approved. I don't think it's. It might be. Some people might be listening like that's some bullshit, but that's a bad motherfucking yeah. album. <laughs> that's a, his go first, back and listen to it. Yeah, if you don't believe that, us. That shit. first album, when you talk about came off the gate smoking, like I'm trying to think of some other R and B albums. First album that was hot like that. Damn, that's tough. And the only other one I could probably think of off just off the top of my head is the, the Jamie Foxx album. 
Yeah, that that came on fire too. And we're not talking about the ladies, huh? Um, because of course I revert back to Jill Scott album. Mm-hmm. If you're talking about the ladies, yeah, Jill Scott for like debut albums where like every cut was just was prime, bro. Was just nuts. But yeah, that Neo album came out where you could listen to it straight through front to back. Yeah, yeah that Neo album had your mind just yeah. What's that? The blown head emoji? Yeah. Like if they had that back in the Dude, and the features on that album was crazy too. Like, which, which I mean, lends itself to he had written for so many people. He had did production. Like, yeah, Neil's a it's a, it's a bad like man. Dude, how you? He got Jay Z and Ghostface on the same fucking like on the same album. Do people not realize this shit? Like, that's how classic that shit is, man. And I mean, this new generation is probably like Ghostface. What, like, yeah, bro, yeah. bro like, like, shoot, Ghostface has been around forever. He's definitely, I feel like he's an artist that's aged well too. Uh, I'm kind of by his. Shoot, Ghostface was one of my first rappers, like introduction to rap because he's my uncle's favorite rapper. Oh yeah. So I put shout out to Neil. Um, I give this album probably four conies. Definitely four conies. Oh, and we apologize to Jeremiah again for forgetting yeah. your name, brother. Yeah. Um, so shoot, we did Neil, Joey, Lizzo, Banks. Um We mentioned I, Kid Cuddy again. Yeah, I haven't um, listened to the Vizzo album completely yet. Um, so I'll defer to you. <laughs> um, okay, so the Vezo album, it is what it is. I love the uh, song with him at E40. Um, he got G Herbo on there. He got Lil Dirk. He got some dope cuts on there. Um, he definitely represented Detroit to the fullest. Um, I think it's a dope album. I'm going to give it three conies, bro. So I guess I have to go go back and listen to this Icewear album. So before we get out of here, I knew it was an album we were forgetting, uh, the CMG album. Um, it, was, it was nice. Um, it's a lot of songs on it. <laughs> a lot of songs on it. Yeah. Uh, um, it was as, a lot to take in. As far as compilation albums, I, I feel... Here, here's my issue with compilation albums, okay? And you might feel the same way because we, we both were around when the Rough Riders dropped they they compilation album. Right. That's at the bar extremely high for a compilation album for me. Right. Um, so, CM, CMG album, I don't even know if I made it through every song. That's how many songs it's on the album. Uh, that- no, they they had some dope cuts on there, and they had some dope features. They had uh, some they had some cuts they could have kept. <laughs> they had some cuts they could have kept too. Um, I, I mean, basically, like it's it's typical like talking about money cars, you know, flash. Yeah, well, and um, uh, and they the masters are doing that right now. It remind me of like a Hot Boys album, low key. It wasn't really that, that bad though. It wasn't bad. That's a, that's a good placement for a Hot Boys album. Yeah. You know? it, it has some dope cuts on there, but man, that's a, a whole lot of songs. But I, I was thinking big timers, but Hot Boys, yeah, yeah, that's what kind of gave me the vibes up. And plus, I'm a huge um, Money Bag Yo fan. Of course, I'm a. It starts with Yo Gotti. That's my guy. They got Mozzie now. 
So, oh, 42 Doug, can't forget about him. And then they just signed, um, damn, I forgot old oh, girl name. Um, don't worry, I'll make it to the next episode because I remember who they just signed. Um. But I'm a fan. But I don't know, man. It just feels like for that particular compilation album, I needed at least like, they went over 20 songs. And it just felt like I could have used like 15, probably a solid 15. It cut out like some of the songs that was bullshit on there. So they could have gave me 15 instead of like, I think it was like 26. Yeah. And so. I don't know. That's, I'm from the less is more school sometimes. Um, oh, it was 27. My bad. Yeah. So 27 songs. 27. I would say even if 14, 15, so you cut 12 songs. And I and I believe they do that. You probably get four conies, maybe four and a half conies for me. Right now, I feel like it's a solid three because, <laughs> like it's like you said, it's twelve songs that I just mm, could do without at least ten. Right, like they did. Like they had. I did like the song with Kodak Black. Um, yeah, Kodak Black, Coley Ray, straight man. I, I like Coley Ray too, and, and putting her on the this, song with Four Two Doug. I ain't this. Think. This may shock Tommy. Uh-huh. The Kodak Black features over the last few albums, last few songs he's been on. Wait a been, minute, hold on. Have been fire. Yo, okay, now. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you finally admitting to that? You respecting my guy now? That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> that just put a big smile on my face, man. Roddy just paid some homage, gave some respect to Kodak. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah so. you, Yo. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I I enjoyed the Kodak verse, yeah. Now, okay, now, since you enjoyed the verses, go back and listen to his last album. Uh, be here, really, here you go, giving me Reintroduce yourself, again. sir. Reintroduce yourself. I was trying to tell everybody, I'm like, man, Kodak nice, man. He nice, but he said some yeah, wild he, shit. Yeah, that's... That's what pisses people off. Yeah, I have to give it to him, though. He's he been dropping some some fire. I give it to him. And I hope he beat this case. So, yeah. And this time, just stay out the goddamn way, Kodak. Goddamn, yeah, boy. We got, we got a lot of rappers facing. <laughs> yeah, like just... Go sit down some goddamn where you got all that money, man. Just Even, uh, he was in Detroit too. He did a uh, yeah, song on uh, Ice I Wear. Wear. I saw yeah. that. Even uh, Miles Bridges, even though you know he's more known for basketball, but you know he's an expiring <laughs> rapper too. So, yeah. oh man, and I hope he, I hope he um, figures out his situation too, man. And you got the um, the what is that? The DA in Georgia, Atlanta area, talking about more Rico. Case is oh, coming, man. so yeah. might be a good time if you're a, a rapper uh, to get the hell out of Atlanta for a while. Man, get the hell out of Atlanta and quit taking phone calls mm-hmm. and quit talking on the phone, quit doing all that other shit. Just chill, man. You got a couple dollars, man. Go on a vacation for a couple months. Yeah, so it's overall between this week and last week, I would say. A lot of good, lot of good music drop. Definitely, if you haven't check out Lizzo album, that Neo album, uh, for my R and B people, hip hop wise. If you haven't, if you're not a fan of Joy, I, I think this album 
will definitely uh, open your ears, your eyes. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, one more thing. One more thing. Shout out to Joy Badass for getting him and that Larry June feature, too. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah, I know my, my bro, he, he, he in love with uh, Larry June. That's, like, one of his favorite artists. But that actually, that song was dope as hell, too. Like, so I'm, I fucks with Larry June, too. I fucks with Larry June, too. Yeah, so I'm... I'm curious um, as far as Joey, like we've said already, are we going to get another five-year hiatus? Maybe so. I hope not. I mean, he's, <laughs> he's 27. He does. Uh, I feel like mm, we probably won't get an album next year, but 2024, I'm, I'm going to need something from Joey. You sound like Jay Z when he was trying to break down Nas. On, now that's a one hot album every. Yeah, that, now you, that's what you sound like. But even like so, even Nas after Elmatic. I mean, Elmatic was ninety four. It was written was ninety six. Right. Then he did take a three year hiatus, basically, uh, kind of because I Am came out late ninety eight. Mm hmm. And then I mean he, but he followed it back up probably. Well, was it two thousand one? No, ninety nine was uh, Nostradamus. I know a lot of people forget that. <laughs> God damn it, I did forget that. <laughs> <laughs> and then late. Um, um, which one? When did the Bravehearts album come out? With uh, Uchiwali and all down there. Was that two thousand? It was somewhere in there. Well, that had to be like two thousand, two thousand one, something. Because like it it came out right around that. I am um, it. Um, Nostradamus era. Damn. See, I don't want Joey Badass to do that shit either. But see, you see how Nas is now. Now he got Hit Boy and he's coming out with albums like constantly. Oh yeah. You twenty seven years old, Joey. Don't do that shit, bro. So that, the next time we I might hear from you, I can tell you Nas's releases. So that's crazy. Ninety nine <laughs> was with Nostradamus. Uh huh. 2001 uh, is the Godson album. This man Not doesn't Godson. have a phone. Stillmatic. <laughs> 2002 was Godson. He's not looking at no phone or no piece of paper. He's 2005 just... would have been uh, the Streets Disciple album, the, the double disc. Uh, a oh, real fan. 08. Um, that's after him and JD in the day beef. Uh, he came out with hip hop is dead. Mm. Um, That's the one with him and his father, right? Nah, hip hop is dead. It's the him and Jay Z. I feel like a black Republican money guy got coming in. Oh shit! Yeah, his, fa- yeah. his father is on. Uh, well, that was the, the Ninja album. Wasn't that it? was the Streets Disciple album. The, that was the Streets Disciple. Oh, because. Wait, are you sure? Well, no, you you would know. Shit, are you sure? Bridging the gap. Yeah, that was bridging the gap. Yeah, yeah. He had the um, auto autobiography of KRS One on it. Uh, the Virgo song with him and Ludacris and uh, Daggy Fresh. Yeah, that was dope. Because uh, that was on a Ludacris album also. Just what was the song? Just for a moment with Quan. Yeah. That was my shit too. Um, and then after Hip Hop is Dead, what was it? 2010, he gave gave us the the Untitled Knife that was supposed to be the Nigger album. Yep. 
Then 2012 is uh, Life is a Good. Then he went on a super hiatus. <laughs> and you don't get another. I mean, it's all, what is it? The Nasir with Kanye. Mm-hmm. So what's that like? That was dope, too. That's one of the, the good albums that came out of Wyoming. And that yeah. one got a lot of uh, controversy, too. And then, shit, then you get another hiatus, and then he hooked up with Hip Boy, and then you get uh, King's Disease, and then, hell, he did, did King's Disease 2 and Magic all in, what, like a two-and-a-half-year period? Mm-hmm. But during those hiatus, he did uh, start a legendary restaurant and a couple other uh, spots, too. Yeah. That was legendary. And uh, invested a lot of money, made some power moves, so... He was, he was staying active. Yeah. Joey, you got two years. You on the clock. Man, for real, bro. Actually, I'm not going to give you bro. I'm actually not going to give you two years. I'm going to give you a year and a half. Figure. Yeah, because ain't no way possible. You're 20-something right now, 27, right? Mm-hmm. No way you're going to be 32 when the next album come out at 31. Yeah, so figure that shit out, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. You, you on the clock. You've been warned. <laughs> you on the clock for three years. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit So uh, Bonus episode Dropping this Wednesday uh, We're gonna talk about Something A topic that Michael Eric Dyson uh, The writer Suggested Where he called Beyonce The Michael Jackson Of this generation <sighs> So Check out this Wednesday <laughs> episode And we'll catch y'all On the B side Peace <laughs>